Mohoyan, Sihan Danamo, Sikan, I see a big number five, Grace. Diang Danamo, Sishankan, Mokoya. It has a candle on top of the number five, and the candle is lit. It's like you've been birthed this day for new grace. New grace. New grace. New grace. Happy birthday to new grace. Happy birthday to new discoveries. Happy birthday to new ideas. Happy birthday to new ways of seeing from a place that is supernatural. Happy birthday to new songs. Happy birthday releasing gems. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Why you giving birth this day? Happy birthday to new rounds. Happy birthday is not just rounds. Happy birthday, more recognition, more awareness of the flow, the constant flow of God. Happy birthday for this encounter. Happy birthday. See, we could tune in and tune out of the flow of God. We could tune in and tune out of the flow, but not aware that we tuned out because we're tuning in somewhere else. And then we recognize we're not feeling God like we should. We're not hearing God as we should. We're not speaking about God as we should. We're not encountering God as we should because our spirit feel like it's been increased. Our spirit feel enlarged, but the encounter feel like it's still the same. Then we begin to look at God once again and we can see the flow. And in the flow of God, he's always releasing something. Fresh, new, better. There's a fresh anointing all the day long. It's not just seasonal. It's relational because your relationship. What's being afforded because of our relationship? What's being afforded because we said yes? What's being afforded because we look up? What's being afforded because we say, God, you are? What's being afforded? When we use our faith. It's fresh today. Happy birthday to the things that's on the inside of you that the devil kept trying to get you to keep in there. And you bringing those things out and you birthing those things out and you speaking those things out and you living those things out because you cannot take no, no more. You're not going to sit down. You're not going to be quiet because the spirit of God would not have you to not have me to. Happy birthday. This is how God moves. Because I'm in a flow of God. I love it. I love this flow. It's like I know what you're doing at all the time, all the day long. I know what you're doing. I'm in this flow. There are realms to our sleep. And we are exceeding and excelling in realms while we in our sleep. And last night, I slept so good, but still was able to see outside of sleep. I tell you, I can still see the four walls of my home. I still see my closet light on. I still see the shoes that's on my floor. I still see my countertops. I still see what's in my bedroom while I'm in a deep, good sleep. Spirit is just that alive. 
Happy birthday to life. Happy birthday to life and that more abundantly. Happy birthday to grace. Happy birthday to more grace and more grace and more grace and more grace. You favored with grace. You birthed with grace. You seated in grace. You clothed in grace. In grace. Happy birthday to grace. New grace. Higher grace. Very, very beneficial today. No more looking at anything as it was yesterday. Even when it comes to other people. How many times that your ideas were denied? Your fresh revelations were denied. The dream that God given you to release, to hear a new sound was denied. Guess what? It can only come from you. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It can only come from you. It can only come from you. Your only grace to do that. We can't give up our grace. We can't give over our grace. Because we cannot give over our assignment. We cannot give over our purpose. We cannot give over our destiny. When you think of destiny, think of destination. When you think of purpose, think of passion because of people. You cannot give it over. Some people, some people may say, I'll say it instead. I'll sing it instead. I'll dance it instead. I'll write it instead. I'll draw it instead. No, you got to do it. I got to do it. We cannot take no for an answer when God already given us a yes. God gives us visions and dreams, fresh revelations, fresh downloads, in any way, shape, or form, any kind of miracle sign and wonder due to it. Here's my word. Here's a promise. Here's a new promise. And think about it is when God gives us a promise, we sit right there and wait for that to manifest. But that's not how God wants us to move. He wants us to believe we receive and move to the next thing. Because as you move on to the next thing, there goes the manifestation, there goes the manifestation, there goes the manifestation. But if you're sitting there waiting for the manifestation, you're not going to know what to do when the manifestation comes because you're not knowing what the new thing is regarding purpose. Grace is so sufficient. God's grace is sufficient more than enough. Very heavenly, resourcefully, and not earthly. There are no purchases in the kingdom. Everything is grace-based. Speaking things into an existence. There are places where you can go and shop or go and eat or go and create and put your hands on. And then there are always opportunities where you can just speak it and see it. You want a burger? Speak it. What do you want on it? Think it. Then speak it. And it is. It's good? Of course it is. Because you seen what you thought and you said what you thought and it came to pass. And that's why God is the one who's speaking to us here because there is a false God who came, who claims to be the father of lies. There are many other false ones, but Satan can be very influential because there's only two realities 
But there are multiple false gods, but there are only two realities. Earthly and heavenly. There are only two fathers, God say. Father of truth, father of lies. There are only two ways to go. God way or Satan way. Only two choices to make. Life or death. It's not death and more death. There go another false God, another death. No, Satan is the creator of all the other false gods. He's responsible for every form of evil, period. And this is how you know when you're about to manifest that thing. Because Satan keeps trying to have you to deny the manifestation by looking around. He can only move us by what we can physically hear, see, and understand, taste, and touch. He cannot move us in the spiritual realm. He don't operate in the spiritual realm. He operates in a demonic realm, but he tries to get our influence due to the things that we can naturally comprehend, naturally see, naturally think about, naturally touch, naturally want to have. Don't ever or me not to ever sit on what God is saying and don't move. And what I mean by that, not follow him regarding, you know, the next thing. Got to stay in a constant flow with God. God's on, he doing something else. Working with you regarding something else. But our mind is on that promise. Our mind is on that vision due to that promise. Our minds are on the manifestation of that dream, of that vision due to that dream. And we're waiting for the miracle sign and wonder to be following that thing. But God says that we don't have to follow the miracle signs and wonders. They're following us. That means everywhere we go is with us. We receive, we believe, we believe, we receive. Now, continue to flow with him in the next thing. Because God is being very, very evident when it comes to creative expressions right now. It's very serious. Because God is showing us for people not to just encounter us. Or encounter him through us periodically. When they see us again, I'm going to get that powerful word cue when I hear God through you again, girl. I'm going to encounter that again. Like people say with you, when you sing that song or when you do that dance or when you draw that picture or get that spoken word again. Oh, I'm going to receive that so much from God next time I see you. Until next time. There is no until next time. God want us to pour out into people dripping with the anointing that's flowing on our lives for them to just lie and say, no, I have to stay in this place. I can't tune out. I got to stay here. What must I do to stay here, Quenisha? Because it's always on you. It's always a part of you. It's always flowing in you. I want that too. What do I have to do? Not, I'll see you next time. That was powerful. 
No. What must I do to stay in the power? What must I do to stay in the glory? What must I do to stay in the arms of my Father? Stay in the love. Stay in the patience. What must I do to stay with my sanity? Stay with confidence. Stay with fully persuasion. Stay with dignity. Stay with humility. Stay with awareness of who I am. Being fully persuaded and not wavering, not lacking, not instability in my life. What must I do? Do you know that we cannot afford to leave no one behind, even with our words, even saying things like, stop hating on me. We can't speak that because we're going to see that. And the more we see that, we're going to see ourselves by ourselves because we're speaking that people are not ready for us. And the thing about it is, it's actually the opposite. We're not ready for other people. People don't understand me. No, you don't understand. I don't understand people. People always want something from me. People always, no, we want stuff for other people. It's a constant flow. When we flow with God, you see how things really are. Happy birthday today. Listen. I never realized how much we really have to deny Satan. I've been denying him since I've been up and I've been, it's been an ongoing. It's no stopping. I realized, wow. So in the other times when I stopped, what was happening? It's a constant of get thee behind me, Satan. And it's a constant of Lord. I am unto you. God, I give my life to you. God, your will be done. Nevertheless, 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 nevertheless. You wouldn't even have to say nevertheless. Your life, my life demonstrates nevertheless. We cannot count people out by saying things. Well, you didn't give me an opportunity. Well, guess what? We're not even going to think that way because we're going to see God's outcome before we do or say anything. I'm going to see that door open unto me while God had me to walk right through it. God is having me to discover things on the inside in a way that he's having to be done in a new way. He can do that. He's God. That's why he always say, I'm doing a new thing. Shall you not know it? Okay, God, I'm in the flow. We in the flow. Go ahead. Let's do it. We can't think about if we do things that we don't normally do, we might get a different response from people who not used to seeing it. No, you got to have that already in your mind, already as an objective, always at, I mean, already as a, an agenda. The outcome. They're going to accept that invitation. It's grace with that invitation. It's grace with that new thing. No one going to deny God's goodness. No one going to deny the new of God. The newness of what God is doing. It don't matter what any personal preference can be. No one can deny the power of the presence on you. And let me tell you right now, God is changing the way how we talk. There's no such thing as part-time ministry. Everybody is in full-time ministry. Whether you walk in beside God or not, you became, I became in ministry when God said, now it's time to make man. 
That's full term. That's a constant of looking up. A constant of giving praise. A constant of giving thanks. A constant of quickening and sharpening. If we don't have nobody around us to quicken us and sharpen us, then how can we become quickened and sharpened? We got to remember what is our difference. It cannot be the similarities of people that's of the world without God because to them, there is no difference. So what is our difference? Everything we receive by having a personal relationship with Christ being aware of who we are, being aware of what's afforded unto us only because of who we are and not because of what we do or done or will do. The whole earth is groaning and yearning for the manifestations of the sons of God. So are we. I'm yearning for your gifting. I'm yearning for you sharpening me. I need it. When we don't be quickened and sharpened, we run out of control. That's why kids do that because they need to be disciplined. We all need to be disciplined. People yelling out having tantrums. I don't need God. I don't want your Christ. But the thing is, they pretty much saying, I need your Christ. I need your God. But I don't know how to come out and just say I need because I got to protect myself because in this world, people always try to hurt you and tell you what you can and cannot do, can and cannot have, desert you, change their minds on you, turn their backs on you, say they love you, then stab you at the same time, steal from you, then try to bring the things they stole from you back to you, walk out on you change their mind and go back and say they love you. Take things from you. You know what the difference is? Woo, Holy Spirit. Woo, Holy Spirit. Inconsistency. The world has embraced inconsistency. And heaven's embrace is consistency. That's the difference is not the spirits because there are people of the world who has a great spirit. We can name a few right now. We used to work for some work beside some go in a grocery store. There's somebody in line who probably don't know Christ, but have a great personality. There are some people always say, I got to get it together. I, I know. I know I got to, <clears throat> excuse me, I got to get it together. I got to get my life together. I got to do better than this. I know, I know God calling me. I know there's more. I know. But thing is, they're thinking it's behavior based. And a lot of times we leave them off thinking like that. It's okay. You're going to get there. No, the thing is, you already been bought there. See, the thing is, you don't know you got up. Oh, yeah. you. Oh, Christ, he didn't just die. We died, too. Yeah, that's the purpose of communion. Let me tell you what communion actually means. What his blood symbolizes, what his body symbolizes, and what happened. And it didn't just happen for him because he didn't know no sin, but became sin, so we'd be free from sin. He did it for us. So when he died, we did. But supernatural, don't see yourself being born 2,000 years ago naturally. That's not true. I will lose you if you think that way. Just like if you think naturally, 
eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. You will lose me if you think naturally. Have to think spiritually because everything of God is supernatural. Because it is seen, it is heard, it is demonstrated because of the super that's on the natural and not the natural that's on the super. We try to bring the natural into the super. Earthly realities into heaven's realities. No, it has to be heaven's realities and earthly realities. On earth as it is in heaven, not in heaven as it is on earth. So God is blessing us with a lot of creative ways right now today to have people to cry for a forever encounter and not a temporary affair. It's no more until next time. I don't want nothing without God's approval. I don't care what it is. I don't care if God already said it to me. If he have not approved it to manifest naturally yet, I don't want it yet in the natural, but I have it supernaturally. I don't want anything without God's doing, without God being in the midst of it, without God being a part of it. God give us a vision and literally, literally, sometimes we run, but naturally, but we have to run spiritually. We're running naturally, but not walking spiritually. Hallelujah. It looks so good to receive everything that God is saying right now in the natural, but I don't want it until I'm ready to receive. And it has nothing to do with my behavior. It has everything to do with my walk was falling in place due to my journey. I don't want nothing prematurely. Everything that's happening in my life because God is having it to happen. And in your life, I don't want my hands in it. We got to really gravitate on the word limit. Money is a limit. Grace is not. I want grace. See, money get me from A to B. Grace get me from A to Z. I want grace. Money could get me a flight. But grace could get me a plane. Money can get me two or people, two or three to come. That's invited, but grace could get me an entire crowd, an entire nation. Money could get me a house. Grace could have me multiple. See, God's grace, that's sufficient. That's sufficient. There are resources in God's grace. And there is money in God's grace. But I don't want it without grace. I don't want a marriage without grace. I don't want to be a mother without grace. I'm not even Quenisha without grace. 
my ministry because of grace. See, if I put my hands in it, guess what? I'm going to be frustrated because I'm going to have to try to keep it going. Sooner or later, connections that help me to get it going, they might change. Not for the worst, but they may have something to do in another location. Then there goes my connection. There goes my flow. I don't want that for me. I want a constant of flow. So I need to be patient and wait. Does it mean that we sitting down or standing still? We're on to the next thing. If we wait for it to manifest and it doesn't, we could get impatient and get all the visions that God's providing on us and see the vision. And we can have it to manifest the way how we think is best to manifest. I don't want that. I don't want that. You you can't care what it looks like. You can't care what it sounds like. And you can't get caught up with cares. This man had a job. His wife was not working. They had kids that were grown that are grown and a grandchild on the way. He's at work taking care of the entire family. I cannot assume just because the kids are grown at home that they don't have, you know, jobs or anything. Some families want to actually live together. Because I have members who, you don't understand, right now just bought land in Tanzania, one big mansion, and want everybody to come and stay there. But that's not God's plan for everybody to come to Tanzania. It wasn't God's plan for everybody in my family to go move to Israel. And all of a sudden, she had $15, $20. She put $15 in gas. That was a $20 her husband gave her to put in the gas for her to do what she had to do while he's at work. So he's working for everybody as a father, a husband in the home, soon-to-be grandfather. Not saying nobody else has a job, but his responsibility as a man to take care of his family. He gets a phone call from his wife. Sweetheart, I just won $1 million. You're lying. It's this not the day to play with me, sweetie. I know we play a lot, but let's not play like this. I mean, I'm working real hard. It was a day that you could tell in his testimony that he was, that day he felt like just going home quitting. Like, I'm doing too much. I'm tired. I'm not in the mood to play. I'm not in the mood to play, sweetie. Not today. Maybe later when we eat together, when I get home. I just don't feel like playing right now. I mean, I'm on the clock. It could be somebody not coming to work today. I got to do their job. It got to be somebody on the job. It could be anything. I just don't want to be here. 
It could be me thinking it'd be best if you work too, but I know, I know if you could, you would. I know you're still searching, but you know, I'm here. I'm here. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to put you down. I'm not going to try to destroy your confidence as a wife, as a woman. I know you're doing what you got to do, but let me do what I got to do too. I'm not going to, you know, be argumentative. I'm not going to, you know, do anything that's going to cause you and I to divide ourselves amongst each other, where we're going to have to draw closer towards each other because you and I became one. So if I'm upset, then you're upset. So I got to be stronger for both of us because I know this look like a tight situation, but we're going to still keep praying and we're going to still keep giving God thanks because uh, it got to get better than this. We're blessed, honey. I'm not in the mood to play, woman. No, I just won for real. Hold on. Now you can tell the type of job performance that he gives at work because he's close with his supervisor. He put his supervisor on the phone. They have a relationship. He he said, get on the phone. Yeah. He said, you said to me then, it got to be true because you wouldn't just say that to me to be playing because you don't play with me like this. Is this true? Yes, it's true. Oh, you better believe your wife. Y'all won. He said, come again. How much you say, honey? One million. One million One million, honey. I used $5 and got $1 million. And his supervisor said, go home. Now, if your supervisor tell you to go home for a good family purpose, that means he's still going to pay you because he told you to leave. He said, go home. Go be with your family. She walking around with this ticket, not even aware because she don't play numbers. This is a testimony from somebody and I'm giving what they gave. She don't play numbers. She did that day. Now it's not to say do what she did. I just want you to hear what happened. She didn't consider herself to be a winner because she don't play. It took for someone to have in a heart to see on TV, there's a winner in our state. Won't I call up such and such? Hmm. She calls such and such. Hey, you know we have a winner, a winning ticket in our state? We do? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm happy for them. No, no one never came forth yet. They didn't? No. Well, I just played. Well, you better check your ticket. Now, I'm going to just, you know, I don't know what the numbers were, but I'm just going to just play it back a little bit. It goes a little something like this. Five, five. Ten, ten. Twenty-two, twenty-two. You understand? And the rest like that. I don't know how many numbers it is, but you know. Called them all out. It was that many, that exact winner. Husband went home. What do you want from your wife? What do you want? I just want a sports car. That's it. Everything else, I'm going to leave it up to her. Because, you know, she asked me what I want. I said sports car. That's her money. She said, "Uh uh-uh. It's our money. You know why? Because when he was working, 
it was their money. Never know how God going to bless your status and change it. That's why God don't want us to give up on people. Now, we may have to love them from a distance, but we cannot give up on them. Because some of some people that we know only feel their worth through us. We're probably the only person that some people that we know have. And they don't know what to do without us. I'm not saying go back. I'm not saying call up because there's a reason why you're not around or I'm not around. But seek God as to what can you do to help? Because everybody we came in contact with, even soul ties to, there was supposed to have been a different type of connection in most cases. But we saw a natural connection, a fleshly connection. A person that doesn't know Christ is going to feel uncomfortable to sleep with you who have him on the inside. Because it's just like sleeping with Christ. They feel convicted about the way that they choose to live. Keep being reminded to give up that way. Keep being reminded because God is persistent. He don't give up. And Satan is also persistent. He doesn't give up. So it's a constant of battling between spirit and flesh. That's what we call a warfare. I have not said no to Satan as much as I've realized how much I need to say no today. Happy birthday. Happy grace day. Promotions everywhere. Everywhere. We can't promote ourselves. God going to do just that. See, if I move... I'm not going to be in position for the connections to happen that need to be connected right here in order to get me over there. Even when it comes to increase, even when it comes to resources, I got to be resourceful right here in order to gain that resource right there. But if I'm over there, I'm going to miss the one right here in order for that to move smoothly and successfully. So I, it's too vital to make any sudden moves. I got to be led. I, I don't care what it look like. I don't care what it sound like. As long as I'm doing the right thing, you're doing the right thing. That's what matters. Because at any time, I'm trying to tell you, that's how God's moving at any time. That man had no idea he go to work today. His wife going to call. We are millionaires. She had no idea leaving that gas station. She had a winning ticket. Now her testimony is her testimony. I'm not going to deny that. She spoke so highly of God. And I felt she got desperate. And was like, let me just, I don't want to be that woman that's just seemed like I'm lazy. My husband working, our kids at home, they're working. Because they wasn't in the house when people were there for five days, three days. They were somewhere. They're all grown. I'm sure no mother going to have five kids in the house and no one working. 
especially one with a child on the way. Not looking at them, they're not. Because they feel like they're not having it. So now look at the beauty of it. God giving them so much space for their family to even expand and to be more of a family. Because of extended family. All under one roof. So much space. And you're not going to just, God not going to just provide you with money and without resources and wisdom and knowledge to keep it increasing. Because the husband was pretty much like he's still going to keep his job. Still have money coming in. But I'm sure he received a promotion. And God says, we are all in full-time ministry. There's no such thing as part-time. Everybody is not called to be off of a job. Because if everybody's off of a job, then how can it successfully be ran if no one's there to run it? Some of us are being prepared to be the owner of that place or being part owner of that place. Now you visionizing being partner partners with a company like Coca-Cola or Sara Lee. I'm trying to tell you they may need your recipe. Ain't your mama did not create that syrup. But they used her to get people to buy. Because back in those days, it was the women in the kitchen as slaves. Thick women, scarves on their head, long dress garments, skirt garments, and shirts dressed like slaves. You barely saw the legs of a slave because of the labor of the slave. Had to protect their body. Out in the cotton field, even being whipped, walking in weeds and all kinds of things. Living in a dangerous and poor environment. Clothes can protect the skin. And they wore thick clothing. And ancient mama is this, you know, thick African-American woman with a scarf on her head. Because that was the look for the woman in the kitchen to cook as a slave. And they thought it'd be a great idea to show and present her to get more sales of the product. Because if people see that it's her with the syrup, they're going to know that it's good because she knows how to cook. Because this is what a person looked like who cooks in the kitchen. For an example, Popeye's owner, far as I'm not talking about founder in the company, I mean of the recipe, is a white man. That's his batter of Popeye's in Louisiana. But he sold it to a black person because he knew that they will benefit more. 
Oh, trust me, he still gets something off of every deal, every sale. Just like when you publish a book, you could be a self-publisher. Even I'm aware of that as a self-publisher, but they still get a percentage of royalties. Whoever you do business with still will get a percentage. And he's getting a percentage. Just like the, you know, the, excuse me, the founder of KFC, white man, came up with the batter in his basement. And was threatened to be killed and had three, you know, murder attempts three times that he had to move to another state. Because they wanted the batter. Carl Sanders. God have us connected to people who are millionaires, billionaires, zillionaires, quadrillionaires. You better hear me. Because we have a gold mine. There are people who put in the work to receive those millions and billions. But the thing about it is, they do not have the wisdom and knowledge if they do not have God. Just have the talent because you created with talent and gifting to keep it that way, but it's not going to prosper. You're not going to prosper without God in it. So God know who to connect to what? We can't think about, I'm going to have the best business. I'm going to have the best marriage because that's going to separate you from other people. And they're going to think that you think that you're better than them. And that causes division. That's why people envy and be jealous now. Because they're not aware that they are also included. That's why people compete in their ministry now. Because they're not aware of the significance of their purpose, of their calling. Because they're so busy looking at yours. Or at mine. Or we at somebody else's. But that's not what God wants. We have to connect. He's causing a major connection. Powerful connection. And I came across three celebrities already. Already. And it's not no gimmick. And it's definitely legit. And I know it's God. I know it's God. But I got to also see Satan on the other side of it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, move. Yeah, get out of Suitland. Move away from Temple Hills. Move, move, yeah, go, yeah, go ahead to California, yeah, go, go, yeah, go, go to New York, yeah, go. I don't want you here, not right here, right now, because I can see what's about to happen. I don't want that to happen. I don't want that connection. I don't want that manifestation. I don't want you, no, no, no. Too much impact right here, no. No. 
We got to stay humble when it comes to opportunities. Because Satan not address them up too. And we find ourselves being disappointed because we're not getting the results that we expected. I don't want to make moves and realize, oh, that wasn't God. It's all good. I, I know now. No. Because our decisions affect other people. So during this time, enjoy. Many of you are pastors and not aware. Mm. Many of you will become pastors of pastors and not aware. You're going to still do your gifting with your talent, but the gifting with the anointing, you got to fulfill that first. And many are starting to discover what that actual gift is because many of us confuse talent with gift. And it's okay to release the talent. Trust me. I have. You have. Since we've been here. I used to wonder how come every opportunity that God had people to come to me and present to me, he would have me to turn it down. You called me to this and had me turn it down. I used to dance for Papa Joseph and Vera Oyeya Anna. And they from West Africa. Very tribal. It's not like East Africa, like Nairobi and you understand Kenya. It's not like Ghana, Nigeria. Those are beautiful places. They all are. But it's more city life there. West Africa, Sierra Leone, Congo, that's more tribal. You see less city life, more tribe life. So they had that drum and he played that drum. And I used to work with aftercare kids. That's how God's so intentional. And when I was working with those aftercare kids, there was an extracurricular activity, the African dancing in the black community. And so one day I heard that drum and I was working with the kids, but I was in a different room. I was dancing and they were watching. Hey, you are what we were looking for. Can you dance for us, with us? It went so fast. Now NBC coming. Now Channel 26, DC Channel coming. Now she's making all the materials. She does, she, you know, stitch, whatever, sew, the fabrics, the pictures that's on there that you saw, the shell bra and the shells, all that, that she made that. Now it's time for us to go on tour. Are you ready, Quinisha? Here come God. No, no. We just dance for Navy Yard. We just dance for NBC. What do you mean? This is your idea. No. I got accepted to five colleges. What do you mean? No. No. Hmm. Number one finest in a beauty pageant to be Miss Merlin? No. No. You tripping, God. No. Sometimes I got so pissed, that's when the drinking really started. And his no was serious. No. 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 Why are you always saying no to me? No. Even with the inventions. No. No. 
Atlanta Records. No, no. Invitation to go to the awards? No, no. The book? No. No. Why is everything that I do is no? Then answer me. But I received a fresh revelation. I wouldn't have been here. I wouldn't have been here. I know for a fact I wouldn't have been here. The company that I worked for 15 years for, one person was there for a year who didn't like the presence of God on me and literally said it, you too nice. I like the drama. I like to come to work and vent. You stopping all that with all this praying. I don't want you here. Leave. Don't come back. Don't say goodbye to your students. Don't say goodbye to the parents or the teachers. Just get your things and go. I didn't have no, I had no idea she told everybody I quit. That's why she said, go, don't say nothing. Because she told him I left. But God will always expose a plot. And once I found out, her and 10 people over her got fired, even those who were innocent, because that shouldn't have happened. Those who've been like two months away from retirement got fired. And with that company, the 401 goes, the life insurance, the Aetna benefits, all of that goes. Blue Cross Bush, all goes. Everything goes. And I got an invitation. Do you want to work with headquarters? This is a multi-million dollar organization. Do you want to work for headquarters? Because you're just that good in this field. You've been for 15 years out of 20,000 top 10. You can have this position right now, but you have to relocate and go to Florida. Fort Lauderdale. You want to see how much you will make? What do you think, God? I can move from 4th Street Southeast. How am I? Now, once did I think about a church there? I mean, to be honest, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, what they saying to me. Of course. God say, wait, wait. No. I say, you know what? That's your name for me. No. I'm going to call you no. Good morning, no. Praise the no. You want to give your life to no? <laughs> I was very upset. Why you always say it? No. God say, I said no because my answer is yes. <laughs> Excuse me. I hope that didn't scare you. I've been saying no because my answer has always been yes. Some things is not final. Some things is not just for right now. You said my will be done. I need you where you are. And I cannot have nothing to cause you to go anywhere else. I cannot have you anywhere else. You have to be where my spirit is flowing. 
Get thee behind me, Satan. My God, he's so afraid. <laughs> I see four leaves. Get thee behind me, Satan. I realize how much I got to really say this. How much we really got to declare, get thee behind me, Satan, if, if Christ had to say it. He didn't just come at Christ one time, but look at this, but look at that. Command these stones be made bread. Throw yourself over and see if angels can catch you. Matter of fact, look at all this I can give you. And he left out filled with Holy Spirit. But before he was filled with Holy Spirit, got baptized and received Holy Ghost. And then fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Then to be led by Holy Spirit. After third attempt to deny after Satan's third attempt that he denied, let me say it that way. <laughs> and look what happened. Left out filled with the spirit. Walked in led by, left out filled with. And there goes the first miracle. He didn't do any miracles until he received Holy Spirit. That means that he didn't do no miracles with Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost is for the external, the praise, the worship, the jerking, the falling that gives you that extra on the outside due to that praise that's on the inside. Holy Spirit is for the internal, the working of knowledge, the wisdom and knowledge, excuse me, the working of miracles, the wisdom and knowledge. And what to say, what not to say, what to do to discern good from evil. And Holy Ghost is evident when it's always praise. Present. Hallelujah. So, when Christ got baptized, <laughs> there was a praise. There was a praise. There were a praise. When we joke, I mean, jerking and rolling around and Leaping and running, that's Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues and prophesying, working of miracles, those gifts of Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God. They both work together, but they're not the same. Because that passage introduced them both differently. So during this time, mm, enjoy what ideas that our new God is having you to discover. Things that you were like, it's in me. I have it in me. I, I got to do this. I want to do this. I, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yep, you are. It got to come out. It got to come out. We can't think about someone turning down the idea or how we gonna look just coming out? You got it. Got to come out. Something's gonna come out so hard, so far, so fast because it was there to come out a long time. Just like sometimes when we hold things in and we burst it out and blurt it out, and it was like, don't hold that in no more. <laughs> if you hold it in too long, you're gonna explode. You don't want to explode with no prophecies. 
God. It's going to come out too sharp. You don't want to explode with no sun. It's going to come out too sharp. Flow in the spirit had them come out as it's necessary to come out. It's a flow. You got to flow with the spirit. You got to flow in the spirit. Hallelujah. We can promote ourselves. We can promote our family. But it's nothing like when God promotes. Father, any person that you have connected us to that has influence over us, put our faces in their hearts and in their spirit for them to call forth what is time for them to receive through us. Because God can give someone your face and say, come on, give it. Or God can have you to show your face and say, I'm here to release it. But it's not always that easy sometimes when we're out there to release it. Because some may say, not this time. Or maybe I'll do it. No, you can't do this. I got to do this. See, we got to talk like God. Sometimes we got to say thank you, but no thank you. I got to do this. This word is in me. These gems in me. I got to release this. I got to release this. It's no more, you know, what if, or I don't want to pry. Uh-uh, I got to. You got to. I've released people that's in a seat, you know, spiritually in ministry who time is up for that specific position that they get up and pass it to the person who God has to take that seat. Because a lot of times we rob ourselves from increase and promotion because we get comfortable where we're sitting. And we're thinking that we're going down because somebody's turn to be in our seat. But in order for us to give up our seat, that means we got to sit somewhere higher, not lower. So you should be glad that your season up. That means that it's time for you to excel, not decrease. He's enlarging our coast, not decreasing. So I release in the atmosphere for those who are in positions whose seasons are up, it's time for you to get up out of that seat and go sit where you belong. It's not about friends. It's not about family. It's not about colleagues. It's about being a citizen of the kingdom. In the kingdom, there is no bloodline. There's only one blood. Sometimes we think family is best fit and it could be that person that's right over there. If the time's up, the time's up. I come against stubbornness in the name of Jesus. I thank you for this time, this hour, this effort and this energy, Father, that you place within us today. Happy birthday, happy grace day on a whole new level. My stomach is open so wide. 
I had no idea it was open this wide. My God, it's like an eclipse. My stomach is surrounded like an eclipse. Greater is he that's in us than he who is in the world. Receive your new grace today.